Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Have you seen a shift in what candidates are looking for right now in a job? Why, yes, we have. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking. (laughs) Yeah, it's changed a lot. I think it's changing generationally, Mm -hmm. like what Gen X wanted versus Gen Y versus Gen Z or whatever the next round is being called. (laughs) Um, And also layer on all of the changes that have happened over the last couple of years with COVID Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm changes that were forced to happen but actually worked out well so now are just sort of becoming tied into what people want and expect (laughs) so you know all of those things layered together I think we're seeing a lot of shifts cool and I will thank you for mentioning Gen X because it is the forgotten generation being (laughs) well I'm a member I am I am as well (laughs) so I always appreciate it when it we're we're being mentioned at least in some regard we're very tiny so they just forget (laughs) about us sandwiched in between the two big groups we don't we don't make any noise just leave us alone (laughs) (laughs) so um I think it's really helpful when you're a client or a hiring manager to understand where people are coming from you know ultimately you have a job that's open and you want to fill it you Mm -hmm, know you are trying mm -hmm. to hire someone so the more you know and the more you're aware the easier and quicker that can happen. Your goal is not to have an open job. Right, right. right. And it's also not to be frustrated wondering what talent wants right now. Right, and why can't I fill this? And why people keep declining or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, your situation is. So there are a few things that we've identified that that we're seeing, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty commonly. Um, The first one is transparency. Oh, yes. And we talk about this a lot on the other side too. Like talent want clients to be transparent with them and clients want talent to be transparent with them yeah (laughs) surprises are fun when it's a surprise party but not when it comes to getting a job so yeah no no secrets please right right. (laughs) like people people want to know you know what are you expecting for this role what are the requirements going to be as far as you know work location schedule Mm -hmm. pay right you know experience expectations how are you going to measure my success? Like they just want to know what they're signing up for. Essentially, they don't want to sign up for something and then be like, Oh, I, I didn't know all of these parts that you've now laid on me in my (laughs) first week. (laughs) Right. Or you, you lay on a salary way too late in the game and the person wanted double that, you know, and you're like already madly in love with them. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. You're just too far apart. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, you know, you don't have to tell them everything, but I think you have to tell them enough so they can assess if this is for them yeah. also. And you can assess if if they're for you. <laughs> and, it, and it's quickly. I mean, save yourself some time for sure. And just be really open with everybody. Um, be re, You know, just be clear. Here are the expectations. You know, it's, you know, remote is an option. It's not an option. This is the salary. This is not the salary. This is the benefits, you know. So mm-hmm. sometimes people wait a little too long in that, but it's so everything's moving so fast right now. It's best just to be upfront with everything. I think the other thing that is super important is to be transparent about your hiring process. Yes. So we yes. have seen multiple times um situations fall apart because 
you know, the hiring manager is like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. we do 17 assessments <laughs> right. and six interviews. We're not really going to make an offer for, you know, a month from now. And the person is just like, oh, I, I'm out. I'm yeah. already actually talking to two other companies mm-hmm. and one of them already made me an offer. And frankly, I still want to do all that. Yeah. So it, it's okay. Whatever your hiring process is, it's okay, I guess, to some extent. We would advise you keep it as tight and lean as possible. Absolutely. But if you use some assessments or you're going to ask them to provide a sample of some work or you know there'll be three interview phases, just share all that up front. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, we have found most of the time, when people know that process up front, they're actually fine with it. Yeah. Whatever it is. What they don't like is to keep getting like, here's one more thing. Oh, here's mm-hmm. one more thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another assessment. Oh, by the way, could you send us some samples? Oh, can you schedule another interview? Like, right. They just don't like to just, because it feels, it starts to feel endless. Yes. When will this process end? Or, and they'll either hire me or not. Or this assessment will take you three hours. Yeah. You know, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, so a lot of times if they know what the process is going to be up front, they actually usually are fine with it. Mm-hmm. They just don't like the, the endlessness of it. Yeah. And, and also to kind of give like a little explanation of why you need it. Like this test is the test for culture or this test is, or evaluation is for this, or we want to know what your strengths are or something like that. But yeah, we have had people just bail because like, you know, this is the third assessment they've sent me and I have been in the business for 20 years and I don't understand why I need to keep doing samples or I have to keep taking these assessments. This is my resume. This is, you know, I have a, a great book of work. It's not necessary. So really kind of think about that too. And I I can understand being, you know, maybe leaning a little more into assessments if it's somebody who's really junior or green. But, you know, if somebody is really good, you have to kind of base a lot of it on just their experience already without saying, well, this is just a test to see if you're as good as you say you are, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so, like you said, they they sometimes will just bail. They're like, you know what? I'm I'm not interested anymore is usually what we hear. Like, because of all of this process, mm-hmm. I have now lost interest in this job. Yes. <laughs> is yes. what they're essentially saying. So for all of those reasons, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a process or whatever your process is, just share with them in mm-hmm. that first interview. Here's the next steps. Here's how this is going to go. Are you okay with that? Great. Let's move on. You know? Yep. Um, yes and yes. Next thing is responsiveness, which which ties very much into <laughs> a lot of what we we're just talking about, <laughs> is being responsive and just like, Move as fast as you can and make a decision as quickly as you can. Right. People, yes or no. People have multiple offers. They're talking to multiple potential, you know, employers. They're juggling contracts for versus direct hire versus, you know, are they going to move across the country? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> people have a lot of options right now. Right. And if if you are not moving quickly and giving them feedback about what is happening, then, you know, the, they just move on to one of the other options that is right, moving. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because, I mean, you want to hear back from people. And let's just say you've met a great person, but the next phase isn't going to happen for another week, another two weeks. And it's like, well, I'll get a hold of them then. Yeah. Call them right away and let them know you're not going to hear from me for a week or two weeks because maybe we have other candidates we're looking at. But right. I am really interested in you. Hearing nothing, that tells the talent you're done. You know, right. they've already moved on. They, they can't rely on that you getting back to them. And I just did run into somebody recently who took a job because she needed a job and she was not going to hear from this other company for like maybe another two weeks. And, you know, that's a lifetime when you're trying to 
pay your rent or something. Yeah, you know? like I can't wait. I can't wait for this. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly think if like you're you're our top two candidates, you know, she might have waited for it or you know told the first place, you know, give me a little more time to think about this. I still have another offer um, I want to consider, you know. But you have to, you know bookmark these people yeah. <laughs> to make sure that they hang around you can find them easily keep and that's them just, in the loop keep and in touch being, with them yes check yes. in hey just checking in still, I still interested want, <laughs> i still want to schedule that interview next week are you still interested like just keep checking in because like you said if they don't hear from you they're just moving on mm-hmm. and what will happen is you'll reach out yep. a month from now and be yep. like oh yeah i'd like to interview that person we're like oh they took a job three weeks ago exactly <laughs> and they were still interviewing people so in all fairness you know that that's fine but yeah to, get the other people rolling too. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this person was really good. I, we still have to first interview like six other people. Let's get that other person in for that second interview because I think I want, I don't want to lose them. I want them to keep, stay interested. Um, so keep them in the conversation. Yeah. And, and I'll go back to what we were just talking about with the transparency and your hiring process. You also really have to consider, do you have to take as long as you are? Do you have to drag yeah. it out? Does this person have to meet with seven different people in separate meetings? Or can you do one big group meeting with three and three? Or, you know, like, what can you do to streamline this process that you have? Mm -hmm, You know, are are mm -hmm. you basically shooting yourself in the foot because you are taking so long to make any kind of a hiring decision? You know, that's just the reality. And I I know some places like, well, this is our process and it takes six weeks. Like, that's great. But really good people are needing to wait six weeks to get a job. So they'll probably mm-hmm. have taken something else by the time you get through it. Right. And just, you know, just consider if you can streamline it. Right. And, or accept that, those circumstances. Or, or which, accept the circumstances. <laughs> which happens actually strangely too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yes. So yeah, just being as responsive and, and um, communicative, I yes, think. As absolutely. Can be. Uh, so a third one is growth potential. Mm-hmm. People really want, growth potential in their career Mm -hmm. and so they are interested in what you know basically how this job can help them grow and I don't think that has to feel like a lot of pressure because I think anyone everyone grows in any job Mm -hmm. so they're not necessarily asking you to like promise new titles and raises and escalating up some ladder they just want to understand how will this help me grow what Mm -hmm, skills will I develop mm -hmm. what will I learn what will I do that's new and different that I haven't done before that's all growth potential too it doesn't always have to be like raises and promotions right right right? but they want to know like where they're going to learn how will they what kind of training are you going to provide Mm -hmm. what kind of coaching how do you develop people on your team like just in general how do you develop people on their team and help them grow and gain more skills you know and think about like different skill sets, maybe even share with them some of the growth potential that your own company has and how they could fit into that by, you know, delivering, you know, new skill sets or learning new things, or you know, we would love to have this marketing role, be able to do this. We've never had a person that could take that on, but you know, that would be awesome. We would like to grow this department and, you know, depending on how well you do, you could lead that. I mean, something like that, but you know, they want to have some sort of idea that it's just not going to be, Stu- you're not going to be just I mean, stuck. I come in and do exactly this job, this listed, and, learn nothing. and nothing else new. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> yeah. Because that's one of the things that does woo people away to other companies. Done just doing this. And I need to, you know, expand, do something else. They might, mm-hmm. that person might see some potential in some other things you could be doing within the company. I mean, you can even say something like that, like, you know, we would love someone to come in and tell us what we need. I mean, and I think that shows a lot of option too. It's like, oh, well, then yeah, that, here I get are to- areas we, mm-hmm. we, 
don't have solved right and are <laughs> interested in new ideas exactly so just kind of you know lay that out a little bit even if you're not 100 sure mm-hmm. but you know they have to know that it's not just we want you to come in and do this press this one button every day yes <laughs> and so i think there's a couple of things um one thing companies can definitely do if if you have a kind of a career path in a certain department or role sharing that and you're not you can share it in a way that's like not promising that to that person but like you know like on our team people come in at a certain kind of role Mm -hmm. and then they move up to like the next natural step is this and the next natural step is this like this is kind of the path that people take yep this is you know what we expect you to sort of be able to do at each level like this is kind mm-hmm, of where you would mm-hmm. go if that's what you're interested in yep. you know and and we're not promising that to anyone but we're sharing with them kind of that vision and then the the other thing is just keeping in mind just understanding from the talent side that people are I mean they feel this way and it's because it's true they are just feel completely responsible for their own growth and development mm-hmm. they are not going to work somewhere straight out of you know, college or high school and staying there for three years and relying on that company to train and develop and grow them. No one is starting as the janitor and becoming the president. Right. Like that just doesn't happen anymore. And so people are fully aware it's completely on them to develop themselves Mm -hmm. and build their own career. Like they feel very on their own about that. Mm -hmm. And it's true. So they want to know because they know it's on them mm-hmm. so they want to mm-hmm. know what they're going to be able to learn this job and how they can develop because they know employers gonna hire them for 30 years and just teach them everything they need <laughs> right, to know like right. that's just not our era anymore yeah it and it doesn't necessarily have to be your entire responsibility either but like I said there has got to be something there that kind of shows a future you know otherwise if you're going to teach it treat it like a just kind of like a, a a temp job if you yeah. will they're press gonna this treat button it. every day they're gonna treat it the exact same way <laughs> they will press that button for a while and then they'll find something else because exactly. they're tired of pressing that button exactly. you know <laughs> <laughs> um so the next thing that people are really interested in and this should be no surprise to anyone is work-life balance and whatever you want to call that like we joke around like it's never a balance it's a <laughs> you know it's a it's a, a seesaw or whatever mm-hmm. like you're never completely balanced, but right. that's the term everyone uses, right? So it's like, how will their work and their life intersect? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this this has been growing for a long time, and the last two years has just exploded. People were all sent home to work <laughs> right. remotely. They they did and felt they did really well with mm-hmm. that for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and now they they honestly have expectations that that is going to be part of a job in mm-hmm. many in many areas, at least in the marketing area. Right. So, you know, they they do not necessarily want uh, to be told, oh, yeah, you have to walk into this office five days a week between nine and five. I expect you to be sitting at your desk. Right. And they will say, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do I need to do right. that? Right. And that goes kind of back to, you know, we're, you know, Generation X, which is just like, you know, leave me alone. You don't have to micromanage me because I have you know I was a latchkey kid from (laughs) from back in the day all the way up to like the millennials and and generation z because they understand how this technology works so they're looking at it from a logic standpoint it's like well logically I don't have to be in the office so why do you want me there Mm -hmm. um so that's you know things to kind of consider too and you might be very pro in office might want to think about a little bit of flexibility there and come to some sort of conclusion but 
be completely honest with people up front that this is how it's going to be. About what's required. And like we will fully acknowledge there are some jobs that need to be on location. Yep. There are yep. some, you know, roles like that is required. So just be upfront if that's true. And also, I think, like you said, consider what, where can you meet in the middle? Like, mm-hmm. we're also not, we, you know, a little bit, but not, mostly we're not seeing people come in and say 100% remote or nothing. Right. Mostly people are like, I just want something in between. Mm-hmm. I want a day or two that I can work from home or from another location <laughs> Or I want some flexibility in my schedule. You know, I'm actually a, an early person. Can I start at seven and be done at three? And right. then also like do this personal thing with my family. Like, can I make both of those things work mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. three days a week or whatever? You know, everyone has their own combination of things they're trying to manage. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that I think is so interesting is pre-COVID, everyone was managing all this stuff anyway. Right. It just was all hidden. And now... You know, we've seen it all <laughs> and you can't unsee it. And people have realized, oh, I can better manage this. There is a way I can better manage mm-hmm, this. And mm-hmm. so now they're asking for things that will help them continue to do that. Right. They don't really want to go back to hiding it all in a closet. Right. Right. You know, we were all we were all doing great. So why are we going back to old habits, I guess, in a way, you know, but just just be aware. That's what talent is looking at right now so you're going to have to be ready to respond to that and do that as soon as possible because again Mm -hmm. you don't want to fall in love with somebody and then you get to this big surprise at the end and they're they're planning on working remote you're planning on being in the office and you never even discuss any sort of hybrid situation yeah and and like you said be be upfront and transparent and know what your plans are and if you don't know be honest Mm -hmm. we're not really sure Mm -hmm. here's what we're doing now I don't know beyond that, but here's what we're doing now. Yeah. But, and, and also, like, this is one we've seen sometimes, too. Don't tell people something in the beginning. And then you get further and she's like, oh, by the way, you know, I told you, you know, one day in the office. Well, actually, it's three now. Yeah. That yeah. can make a huge difference for Absolutely. someone. They may have figured out and, you know, got all the little Tetris pieces <laughs> in place to make one day a week work. But they can't make three days a week work. Right. So now, like, you've lost a candidate because it's just not going to work for them. They're moving on. You have to start over. It's just like. Yeah. And you can look at it as just, you know, give a just a very simple example. Like, maybe they their commute is an hour. And they're like, you know what? I can do that a couple days a week. But asking me to do it five days a week, that's a total game changer, you know? So. Right. Um, just, and that's just like the simplest of examples people have a, about a thousand other ones, but mm-hmm. just kind of keep that in mind how just on how important that really is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and final thought on that, <laughs> just keep in mind other companies are offering these things. Yes. So I think there's also <laughs> somewhat of an attitude of like, well, you know, take or leave it. This is how we're doing. It's mm-hmm. like, that's great. And every company has to have their own standards and decide what's best for them. But do be aware other companies are offering them yep. what they're looking for. And so they will leave it if you're giving them that option. <laughs> they will, and it's, they will it's, find a different option then. <laughs> and the candidates we're seeing, it's that important to them. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the last thing that we have been thinking a lot about is access. Mm-hmm. And, and by access, um, people typically mean accessible and reachable management. They want to be able to know who's running the company, mm-hmm. who the leadership is, their own manager and you know higher up they want access to to you know those people they want to hear from them mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. do you do town halls or a newsletter every week or a slack channel or whatever you know every company is a different size and structure yep. but 
people want to hear from their leadership. Yes. That's really important to them. They want to know what's happening, what's going on. They want them to be honest with them. They want them to tell them even when they don't know stuff, mm -hmm. especially like, again, through this whole COVID process, a lot of leaders have had to say a lot of, we don't know, mm -hmm. which is, you know, painful for them. Yeah. <laughs> They're always supposed to have all the answers. But there's been a lot of, I don't know. This is what I know right now. Yeah. I will tell you more when I know more. And, um, People actually appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Even that humility of saying, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know any more than you do right now, but I will tell you as soon as I have another, you know, more answers. People appreciate that and they they want to continue. They don't want to go back to some kind of a closed door where, you know, you're on a need to know basis. I'll tell you <laughs> right. I'll tell you when you need to know something. Right, right. People are just no. like mm, no. <laughs> and a, and a lot of that is just because of all the uncertainty that we've run into. But I will say the you know, the younger the candidate the more that they feel that they have a right to that too. Because, I mean, long gone are the days of, you know, where that you have this whole separate level floor for the president. and nobody With the even, executive dining room. Yeah, and nobody even goes up to that floor because you're not allowed up there sort of thing. I, I can guarantee you that there's going to be some recent grad that's going to get on that elevator and walk right up to that desk, say, hey, I have an idea. And maybe mm -hmm. even sit down and people are like, what the hell are you doing? You can't do that. Um, yeah, they can. And they just did because they seriously want to be a part of the whole thing, the whole purpose of the company. They want to know what the leadership is thinking because they want to believe it too. And it's not a, I'm just going to come in and, you know, um, collect my check. It's like, I want to know that I belong to a company that is a part of me. I want to be able to brag about this company. It's I'm spending a lot of time here. This is so important to me. So they are going to want access to pretty much everything. So all of that is is very important. So just just know that I guess going in if you want to yeah. know some of the secrets of what the talent and the candidates want right now, that is what they want. Yeah, and you're you're so right. Like I know originally, you know, I said they want to hear from you, but they want you to hear them too, mm -hmm. which I think is what, where you're going yes. with it. They they want to feel that they can share their ideas yep. and suggestions and insights. And you know what? They probably have good ones because mm -hmm. a lot of times it's all it's all of the the people doing the work every day that see all the problems. Yeah. You know, they're they're the ones battling software or technology or getting the complaint phone calls or whatever. Yep. So like they have ideas and insights and they want you to hear them as much as they want to hear from you. Yeah, That's a really good, good point. And be aware of that, I mean, that they're the, the new generation. So how they handle things might be different than the way that you've always done it. And you and I have had conversations with our team too. I'm like, I want your ideas because we've been mm -hmm. doing this this way for so long it, it can't still be working yeah sometimes I'm <laughs> not even sure why we do it this way it's exactly. been 17 years I have no idea why we started doing it this way exactly. so I am totally open to if, a fresh idea yeah, if you see something <laughs> that should be changed please say something because we all want the businesses to do well you know and what better than have this you know little spark plug on your team that just has its pulse on how to communicate with the clients or the talent or your customer um, because they are seeing it in a new way or mm -hmm. they see a new software that could really change things. So yeah, they want to be a part of the whole process. So I, you know, make sure that you're kind of letting them do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, just closing thought, just put yourself, if you're hiring, put yourself in the candidate's shoes. Mm -hmm. Think about where are they coming from? Where are they looking for? What, you know, what do they need and expect? And you can, I think you can be a lot more successful if you just understand where they're coming from mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, you know, 
provide as much of that as you can, but also just you know, knowing their mindset can be so useful. Absolutely. So hopefully this brought a little insight, a little peek into their world as far as what they would like to see from you. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend. 